And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome to our province-wide summer road trip. It continues. This time we're back in Oliver, British Columbia, for a special visit to the all-new District Wine Village. It's really a must-see South Okanagan destination, offering artisan crafts, wine, beer, food, and it's all in one stunning location. I'm telling you folks, you're going to be knocked out when you see this place. And we're set up out in front of Uppercase Winery with a view of the entire village in front of us and McIntyre Bluff to our left. And the two gentlemen responsible for it all, Mike Daly, Operations Director, District Wine Village, and Matt Kenyon, GM of Greyback Construction. Gentlemen, uh, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks. We, we chatted about a year and a half ago, and I thought, well, we'll see what these guys are going to do. Yeah, gonna- you know, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Uh, the last time we chatted was at the Vancouver Playhouse Wine Festival, Wine Festival yeah. and this was just a, you know, uh, Moments an before idea. COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at where we are today. Yeah. Uh, well, District Wine Village is a reality, folks, and let's start with the opening. You're open. Is, uh, can you describe uh, the setup at the moment and where we are, maybe? Let's start with that, exactly where we are. We are located uh, 10 minutes south OK Falls, 5, 10 minutes north of Oliver, uh, right at the base of McIntyre Bluff and Saddleback Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful site on Asuas Indian Band lands. And the concept of the village is a reality now. It's round. It's, it's a circle. It's a round plaza, communal, everybody working together, pitching in, and, and we started that theme from the beginning, and, and, it, and it's really come true. Everybody's just really uh, helping each other out. Um, and why now is the time? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, when I started in the wine industry, there was 12 wineries, and whoever thought that we, we could be what's the number now we've got to be close to 300 we are yeah. throughout the valley yeah, and uh, this uh, provides an entry point for uh, small artisan producers or, or growers to get into um, their own winery and, ma- and start making their own product at a lower um, capital at less than a hundred million bucks that's right that's yeah. right <laughs> not only that but there's multi, you know, there's several wineries in the brewery and the distillery all in one location, so it's it's, it's become a destination onto its own, mm-hmm. where people can uh, come in without appointments, unannounced, um, and uh, walk around the village and and, and pick their spot, uh, taste some wines, or or sit around the, the center complex, have a, a refreshing beverage, and uh, enjoy the scenery and the entertainment that we're providing at the same time yeah uh well the other thing that strikes me matt is actually the design it's it's really a wonderful design all the buildings are different so uh you don't get bored just sitting here and this massive uh, circle in the middle which looks like in the future it's going to be the the head of entertainment or something that uh to entertain folks while they're sitting here. Yeah, that's kind of where we envision uh, entertainment, a band, a speaker, uh, whether it's an education thing. Uh, any Anything will happen and take place down in the plaza. Uh, we also set it up for custom catering carts or food trucks, so there's full services down there in four or five different locations where mm-hmm. we can bring food events into the village and, and pair with the different wineries um, and have a visual cooking out there. There's um, four... Uh, not to interrupt, there's yeah. four pop-up chef stations here. 
as well. So we have a restaurant culinary building on site, as mm -hmm. you guys have seen, but also there's uh, four uh, chef stations. So when we bring in feature chefs and we do it, we're doing a collaboration with, of wine and food pairings, they'll be out in the center yeah. area as well. So. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break. You, you guys are going to come back later in the show. And we're going to talk all about what's going on inside, uh, folks. But the best thing to do is just get down here and have a look yourself while you're traveling in wine country. Uh, it's going to be a great place to stop in the South Okanagan and a great place to set up a winery and a great place to visit wineries all in one spot. There's plenty more to come on uh, the District Wine Village show today. We're live from the village with Mike Daly. Uh, Director of Operations, and Matt Kenyon, uh, he built the place. He's the GM of Greyback Construction. Coming up next, Silhouette Vineyard owner Mike Boyd joins us. He's one of the first people uh, operating here within uh, the District Wine Village. You're listening to BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe and inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. Their experts in the field and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Claude de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Claude de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. Bold. Award-winning. Discover Gold. Our tasting room at Gold Hill Winery is open and ready to welcome everyone. Come explore our beautiful vineyard and reserve your unique and personal tasting of our exclusive small lot favorites. We can't wait to see you again and share our passion. Discover Gold. Gold Hill Winery on the beautiful Golden Mile Bench in Oliver. Online, goldhillwinery.com. The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hey, 
Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide summer road trip continues. Uh, we're in Oliver, British Columbia, District Wine Village. Uh, actually, we're right out in front of Uppercase Winery, one of many small boutique artisanal-style wineries that are opening in the village. Uh, this is a place to stop by, folks. Don't miss it on your way when you're traveling through the South Okanagan. Joining us now is Mike Boyd from Silhouette Cellars and Jacqueline Johnson. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks Always for having me. Great to have you here. Uh, you're a customer. You bought a unit here. Yes, what, we have. How did you end up down here? You're, you're set up in Naramata, your, your, your actual uh, Silhouette Cellars, but why yeah. are you here? Yeah, so Silhouette Estate Winery is in, uh, in Naramata, located on the far end of the bench, and, and because of that... Uh, it's going to be a long time to draw a bunch of traffic out there. So mm -hmm. to give us some of that exposure, when uh, we actually come across uh, this village, uh, this, this setup on your podcast, mm -hmm. and when we first uh, heard about it, we thought, well, it wasn't really a fit for us. You know, we have a winery already, and, you know, why would we want to have two places selling the same wines? Yeah. And uh, it become pretty obvious that it's going to take a while to grow, you know, our awareness out there. And this is such a beautiful space and a high visible, high traffic area. It just was a perfect fit once we got our heads wrapped around yeah. it. Jacqueline, don't, don't you love the vibe? Like, th oh. this place has a vibe, and it's, it's just amazing. barely open. It is. It's amazing. I mean, it's going to be such a place coming forward, too. But right now, even with with the places that are still, that are open, are just, mm -hmm. it's, it's so, it's a happy, it's fun, and people are just going to want to lounge here and enjoy it. Well, they're going to come to your place to drink. Let's talk about, uh, you brought a beautiful wine, uh, uh, one of Casey's favorite colors and favorite styles. Yes. Uh, the Boyd Brut Rosé in front of us, uh, part of a series of sparkling wines that uh, yep. may make you famous in this place. Well, let's hope so. I mean, this comes from our Silhouette Estate Winery, and uh, the name out here, the winery space out here, is called Silhouette Cellars. Like mm -hmm. everybody's cellars, you have different wines in it. Yeah. So we're going to utilize this space to uh, to showcase the wines from Silhouette from the bench and uh, the wines from Therapy from the bench as well. Yeah. Uh, this space will make its own... Uh, um, uh, Charmat style sparkling wine so oh. that we can kind of take all of our guests through the gamut of the three different styles the the carbonated the the Charmat Prosecco style and then to the method traditional wow that's really impressive <laughs> and yeah. you're going to do all that in that little building that little building is going to be a very busy little building yeah, yeah. so yeah. so again the really the only wine we'll make in that space will be the uh, the Charmat style of sparkling mm -hmm. and but we're going to use a big chunk of that space so people will be able to come and see the gyro cages Riddling the uh, the method traditional, our finishing line will be in there, and they'll be able to see that being finished through the glass yeah. windows. So get a real sort of sparkling wine education while they're visiting and uh, sipping the wine. And of course, you can sell wine here. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and you use this opportunity to launch your silhouette wines. That's mm -hmm. correct. Yeah. You know, we're, again, the the main winery uh, is is ready. The, the I guess the the new winery space is being built. We have a temporary winery that we have licensed. Yeah. Uh, we do have a small tasting room out there, but we decided not to to do tastings just yet until we get the property the way we want it to be to bring people out for that experience. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, we have this great space here. I mean, we're so excited to be able to use this infrastructure to, to help us yeah. benefit there. Well, we should mention you're the owner of Therapy Vineyards. You have the inn uh, at Therapy Vineyards. You have the Silhouette property at the end of Naramata. Now you're down here. And, and five years ago, were you in the wine business five years ago? No. <laughs> and no. did you think you'd ever be in the wine business and five years that's ago? That's part of why we're so excited to be here and being able to launch our Method Traditional Sparkling Wine because yeah. this is really what our passion has been right from the very start. Okay. Uh, well, that's fantastic. The wine's delicious. Uh, I know that you work with Jack Kemp. She's a master of vineyards and winemaking. So uh, it, this is going to be a great addition to the to the sparkling wine family in BC, which has a long history. If you 
go back all the way to, uh, I remember Harry McWhorter's launching the first one, and everybody thought he was crazy, and then Blue Mountain really upped the game, and away it went. Yeah, Harry was one of the, the consultants that we used early on to uh, to just talk about what we wanted to do in the wine business, and sparkling yeah. wines was, was something that from the get-go is what we're focused on, and mm. uh, you know, the therapy aspect came into our life when the sparkling process was taking us literally till this year. We would have been coming out with our first vintage as we are. So yeah. uh, it allowed us to get into the wine world and enjoy the the, the community and, and learn lots. And, and now we're super excited about this. And it allowed us to get into therapy vineyards and stay <laughs> in those luxurious suites. What wines will be offered to consumers in we're, the village? We're going to have the... From Silhouette, we'll have three method traditional sparkling wines. Yeah. Uh, from Therapy, we're going to have the, the physio uh, carbonated style sparkling. Right. And then we'll have uh, uh, a Riesling and uh, two Reds. Yeah. So probably Super Ego and Pinot Noir. Yeah. You seem awfully comfortable now talking about your winery, the two of you. Will we see you down here sometimes talking to consumers? Or? Well, if you're out back and you're looking for the guy on the broom, that'll be me. <laughs> uh, Somehow I doubt that. I plan on being in the waiting pool out here in the front or the infinity pool. Yeah, exactly. In, in front of the brewery Good and the idea. restaurant. Well, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I'll yeah. put my water wings on and just splash around. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we plan to spend a lot of time here. Our kids are going to manage the, the spaces and uh, kind of split their time amongst all and... Uh, but, yeah, we, we look forward to this. I mean, it'll get us away from the vineyards and uh, a little more of the just relaxing part of the business. Yeah. Well, it's uh, I think it's very exciting to, to go into a new venture. You're, like, going into three new ventures almost within a few years. So you're... You're a bit, uh, you know what you're up against now, I think. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it, it gives us the ability just to keep some traction on all of them. You know, you don't, yeah. we don't get kind of settled in anything. And, and they're also uniquely different. That's what's really exciting. Yeah. The, the, uh, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Mike Boyd and Jacqueline Johnson. They're uh, the owners of Silhouette Cellars here at uh, District Wine Village. Uh, you know, the history of this kind of complex, nothing's ever been this elegant or beautiful that I've seen, but it's a very collaborative uh, place where people, you know, the owners sit down and talk about their woes or their their strengths or their wins. Uh, do you look forward to that, too, to to meet your fellow uh, wine folks? Yeah, well, you know, we've been in the Valley now for going on five years, and, and we've tried to take some time to meet people, but it's very difficult because we've been so yeah, head working. down on working. Yes. Now this will give us the opportunity to have this... You know, 13 wineries right in one space, and then mm -hmm. a brewery and the culinary building. So we'll have a chance to really spend time with our peers and uh, see what works for them, what doesn't, and uh, share the same from us. Mm. Uh, well, I just, I just keep gushing about this place. And I love the setting, too. There's a lot of history. I, I, because when I first learned about the Okanagan many years ago, McIntyre Bluff, which is right behind us, was considered the dividing line between the north and the south. And that you couldn't grow, uh, you know, red grapes north of that, and you had to only grow red grapes south of it, all of that sort of thing. And most of that's all changed, but it's a spectacular piece of dirt which tells, you know, the history of the, the entire place. So it's a really cool place to set up in. It is. And uh, to greet people. And uh, you'll, you'll get up to speed on all that stuff while you're yakking at the winery. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've always gotten a certain percentage of our grapes from down south here, some of our, our reds. But, you know, we're growing some better reds all the time up uh, towards Naramata. So oh, yeah. we're, we're focusing a little on both. But uh, yeah. we've had a spot down here in theory with some vineyards and things like that for a while. But it's... Uh, it, it's it's going to be great to now be here with a, with a winery yeah. and be able to you know have some of our wines down here. Well, you, and you're Chardonnay Pinot focused anyways now, or you're focusing in on those two varieties, which are really uh, those are the winners yeah. I think mm -hmm. for the future. Yeah, in exactly. Columbia. Those are the ones that are going to 
make money and make the best wines. And, and sure. our sites up north are, are perfect for it. Yeah. And uh, so we've spent uh, the last five years kind of adding and grooming and, and getting it ready for the sparkling program that's now coming out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we'd like to think we were... I hear you're, like, moving here. You're giving up on uh, your yeah. original uh, home, yeah. away from home, I we, guess. We are. You know, we got Diving in. Well, I think they had thoughts about that last night when they got a phone call around 11 oh, o'clock geez. when I locked myself out of my room. Thank you very much, Jacqueline, for waking up and giving me the code. Of course, of course. we got to get you into that bathtub after well, all. <laughs> exactly. After we, she showed me her card from another hotel and said, maybe this will work, I said, no, this it was a long day. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> oh, well, we had a great time, and uh, we're excited. To, well, after the show, we're going to come by and uh, check out your uh, winery here and have a little tour and taste some more wine and uh, maybe get a small uh, sparkling wine education, Casey. Yes. You could use a little of that. <laughs> good. You never know. I uh, love it. There, there's, there's so much to know about wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you just uh, do it right, you have it your whole life. It's really a, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, it's yeah. very exciting. Our, yeah. our winemaker, Jack, will be around. She'll be the one giving the education, not us. Yeah. And, uh, or not me, anyways. And Jack people should listen to her. She yes. knows what she's talking about. Yeah. She does, yeah. 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 Well, thanks for joining us today on the show and uh, hosting us uh, earlier in our, uh, our Grape Escape this summer. We've had a lot of fun, and uh, we look forward to dropping by and seeing you casually here as we're working in the south uh, now. This is such a great setup here. I can't wait for it to just roll on out this fall. People are going to be knocked out by this place. I look forward to having you. Thank you. That was Mike Boyd and Jacqueline Johnson from Silhouette Cellars. Plenty more to come on the show from District Wine Village and Oliver. Up next is Rudy Verhoff of Valley Commons. Next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Red Rooster Winery invites you to visit for a sensory journey from grape to glass. Take in the sweeping vineyard, lake, and mountain views from their cozy estate on the Naramata bench. This month, Red Rooster is featuring their award-winning 2020 rosé, paired alongside their new charcuterie tasting created by the Okanagan's own Joy Road Catering. Seated tastings are offered seven days a week from 12 till 5 all summer. Come for the views, stay for the wine. Visit redroosterwinery.com for more info. Hi, I'm Jesse from Black Hills Estate Winery, inviting you to celebrate 21 years of premium winemaking with the estate release of our 2019 Nota Bene. Led by winemaker Ross Wise, our team's focus is on organic viticulture and minimal intervention winemaking. This summer, wine club members will enjoy member-exclusive wines such as our 2020 Rosé and our infamous and rare Carmenere. For more information on the perks of membership or to book your visit with us, go to blackhillswinery.com or check us out on Facebook and Instagram. For an after-work escape any day of the week, the tasting room at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery is open every day till 8. Take your Mount Boucherie experience to the next level as you enjoy the view from the patio with stand-up or seated tasting overlooking beautiful Okanagan Lake. Grab some wine, cheese, and meats from the modest butcher market and create your own picnic on the lawn. Reservations are recommended. 
To book your next tasting, visit mtboucherie.com. It's a new normal. My husband and I want to get away need something to look forward to. So we decided to book a weekend away at a European wellness resort right here in BC. Plan an escape without leaving the province at Sparkling Hill Resort. Overlooking the beautiful Okanagan Valley, relax and focus on your health and wellness at this luxury resort. Check out the immersive wellness packages available and learn more about this undiscovered gem today at sparklinghill.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome to our province-wide summer road trip. At the moment, we're in Oliver, British Columbia, at the all-new District Wine Village. It's really a must-see South Okanagan destination, offering artisan crafts, wine, beer, food, and it's all in one magnificent location. Uh, I keep using the word elegant because I like that word, and it is quite an elegant, quiet, peaceful place. And we are set up in front of Upper Cape's Winery, which is just behind us, Casey, and our next guests are totally involved here, Rudy Verhoef and Kyla Ritchie of Valley Commons in Fort Langley, and they have bought themselves a, a small storefront winery here in District Village. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks bought for yourself, leased it. I don't know how it works, but you got a building. All of the above. Yeah. We're, we're here, and I guess that's all that matters. Uh, I just want to say these two folks are professional volleyball players were and just stopped and now they're starting in the wine business and they told me they don't know anything about wine but they're learning really fast or it's maybe you do know something the old about saying wine. of uh, drinking through a fire hose yeah yeah that's that's what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> we're we're obviously uh, that's a great description learning from so many great people that we we have luckily been able to surround ourselves with and and we know that yeah. we're new to the industry but uh we're we're excited to learn and and to be a part of something yeah. uh super well, special. well tell our listeners valley commons so what what is it where are you how is it all coming together then because you're spread out a bit. Totally. Great question. Um, the whole concept of Valley Commons is bringing the beauty of the Fraser Valley mm -hmm. um, and conjoining it with the Okanagan Valley. Um, we wanted to have something down in Fort Langley. Rudy's family is all down there, and we wanted to blend that into the Okanagan Valley, as especially in the South Okanagan, it's just mm -hmm. such a beautiful place yeah. and wine growing, and the best wines are coming out of here. So we knew we had to have a touch point. And we came up uh, quite a few times last summer um, on our pursuit of getting to learn more about the wine industry. And we just met up with some amazing growers. We um, were in with Mark Simpson. He was our winemaker, and he's up here at uh, BC Wine Studio. And yeah. so we, we just felt that bringing the two valleys together and having people together is kind of the whole concept of Valley Commons. But yeah. bringing the two valleys. And, and you bought a winery up here as well. You bought the old Stoneboat Winery. Yes, we did. So again, we're just really just going for it, diving right in. So we're kind of in the juggling act, balancing yeah, act. Nice dive, like one of the oldest producers in the valley and one of the most interesting pieces of dirt. And if you don't know enough about your dirt yet, just go and see Michael Barchi next door. He's going to tell you all about the calcium carbonate below your soils and why it's such a special site. Well, we've got those rocks sitting on all of our tables, right? So we see okay. them every day. And yeah, uh, yeah it's spectacular. And, and, you know, the Stoneboat has, has been a, a wonderful um, introduction for us uh, into the business side of it and um, the staff there is, has been so fantastic and um, 
luckily they're all staying on and and uh, so you'll change the name as well there or not or will no. you keep Stoneboat or yeah exactly so oh, we're going to keep Stoneboat as is yeah. because it's it's wonderful right it has yeah. such a history and and it's rich yeah, and it's beautiful sure. and and so Stoneboat will continue to operate as is and um, and then Valley Commons is going to come alongside as kind of a sister uh, brand yeah. to towards Sto- uh, Stoneboat and um, yeah we've been we've been super uh, fortunate to to land on such an amazing uh, place there and uh, now um, and now you're in district village Village, so why did you come here what 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 are you going to accomplish here yeah good question Um, so last year when we were here as Kyla had mentioned um, we were in the valley getting to know people and and um, our business partners my dad and my uncle said uh, we were all together and someone said hey you got to go talk to Matt and Mike from Grayback like they're doing something cool that you guys might be into and um, so we called them. That was like a Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, 9 a.m. We were in their office. We saw the, the renderings and we said, yeah, we're in. And um, <laughs> it was it was just like that, you know, and and uh, it's it's funny because my family is a little bit entrepreneurial. And, and so my brother runs Trading Post Brewing. And uh, so when we, we got talking about the winery, that's why we went to the meeting. And he said, well, do you guys need a brewery? Well, yeah, we're out. Do you guys need someone to do some food? Well, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it snowballed like that pretty quickly. And yeah. and, uh, and here we are, uh, you know, a year later in this space. That's, it's, so you guys own the joint. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, it's a uh, collaboration uh, for yeah. sure. And, and this village is exactly what... Um, these uh our our brand is aligned with you know it's it's bringing people together having community working together to to solve that so yeah hey we're speaking with rudy verhoff and kyla ritchie of valley commons in fort langley uh stone boat up here and now we're going to talk about right here in district wine village uh where they're setting up shop uh, along with the boat i think you got about 10 or 15 neighbors at the moment and and growing it's fantastic and some great names for your wines. I love Garden Society. How did you come up with that? The Garden Society aspect, I was always saying that, you know, people are planting gardens in the backyard. We're planting vineyards, and that is kind of what we're doing. And the society piece, lots of people think of society as a little bit, you know, prestigious, but we're, we want to have a really um, open invitation to everyone coming through we have of course really a small lot um, releases this year and we're going to stay kind of a boutique winery and getting the the best grapes from the south okanagan and um, so we kind of just yeah blended those two and garden society is what we came up with that Mm. will um, that is um, our 2018 premium red blend um, Mm. that we'll be releasing and who's crafting your wine yeah, so this year we made our wine at BC Wine Studio uh, with Mark Simpson, mm-hmm. and um, he is working along with his team there. And uh, we uh, had the lucky or the fortune to work with Pascal Madavon also to oversee, especially our our, our reds. Nice and wonderful. Um, so uh, and that will transition now that we're uh, with Stoneboat as well. We'll ma- be making our wine here, of course. We're the, once the uh, uh, winery is up and, and going. Uh, for 2021 and then also in Stoneboat we'll we'll make our wine at those two locations with Bill Adams as the winemaker. Hmm. Uh, you know it's I'm just tasting the Valley Commons the it's the 2020 Harvest Table White uh, which is a blend we'll get to in one second but you know one of the <coughs> one of the problems with knowing about wine for about 40 years is having tasted people's first wines 20, 30, and 40 years ago and tell you it was a painful business in BC so now I've just had a sip of this wine and I'm like this is just happening every week now. New people, new wines, and really lovely quality out of the gate, which is you know, this is the most important thing. Make less, make better, and until you you know you've got it, you don't want to you don't want to go backwards. So this is a great start for this wine, and I'm sure it's a big winner with consumers too. It's 
it's so uh, you know fruity, open, soft, lovely, mm-hmm. but still enough acidity to keep it attractive. What what have you got in this, or what have you blended in? Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's the blend of fifty percent Muscat, twenty five percent Chardonnay, twenty five percent Viognier, yeah. all from the South Okanagan. And uh, you would expect it to be really sweet, right? And and it doesn't. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. not. <coughs> it's not. And and. Um, you know, people, you, you would expect that that, uh, that muscat to jump out more than it does. And, um, well, yeah, if, you, I, if you told me it was from the Rhone, I would say, oh, boy, that's a pretty interesting Rhone wine. <laughs> right. You know, so you, you, congratulations. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Super aromatic, uh, you know, tropical flavors, lychee, that kind of thing. Um, and, and uh, yeah, we just love it. You know, like, I didn't know that I would be so mm. uh, attracted to our, our white blend, but uh, I really am uh, attracted to this wine and super proud of the team what, that put it together. What will you do right here at District Wine Village? And what, what wines can people taste here? How are you going to, what, what will be the face here? Is everything going to be here or how, how do you use it? Yeah, we've launched with our five wines <laughs> and we'll be definitely doing that. We have our harvest table blend that you guys are trying right now. Um, we have a rosé, a pinot gris, a cabernet franc, and our premium red blend. So all of those will be here um, at District Wine Village for tasting and uh, to purchase. So mm-hmm. we're really excited to. We've just focused on these five uh, SKUs. We'll be releasing um, a few more next year. But we definitely wanted to open with these five and have our consumers uh, coming through to taste all of our wines that we've produced. Yeah, like and you said, it's it's important to focus on our quality, right? And we, we needed to to ensure that the quality was going to be there in the bottle because that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Um, and then we wanted to match it with this experience, you know, and, and uh, bringing the branding and everything in together um, to, you know, when you open a bottle of, of Valley Commons, you feel connected to the people around you. That, that's our That's our goal. Two athletes that are very disciplined in the wine business, and we can't wait to see what's going to come down the road with the two of you. And it must be very interesting pillow talk. <laughs> very <laughs> interesting pillow talk. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> feels it right. feels like we're always working, but um, we always wanted to do something together, um, something in the entrepreneurial, um, bringing people together, that kind of thing. So this is kind of right down our alley, and we're excited to see where it goes. You miss the gyms. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, one thing that, that, you know, we've lived overseas the last 10 years and uh, always to a new place and, and new people and uh, often yeah. to a team that doesn't speak any English yeah. um, all over the world, South America, Europe, yeah. wherever you so are. You're used to it. Uh, so we're used to being in new situations. Yes. But, yeah. but the thing that really uh, caught us together was when, when we... When we are with a new team and new people that don't speak English, we get together, we open some wine, we share some food, and and uh, we become friends. Yes. And that was the inspiration for for why we, you know, our tagline is where we gather. This is where we want to spend time with people and get to know people. Well, we just gathered with you, and we're happy that we did. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much, you guys. Great to see you. Good luck here at District Village and in all your endeavors in wine. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Rudy Verhoff uh, of Valley Commons Winery and Kyla Ritchie, they're co-owners in Fort Langley and welcoming visitors here at District Wine Village in Oliver. Still to come, more from District Wine Village. Up next is Bill Louie from One Faith Wines on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. 
With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Experience award-winning wines on the covered patio at Tinhorn Creek Vineyards. The tasting room is open daily from 11 till 6. Elevate your experience with the black glass blind tasting. You can even add a charcuterie box. For exclusive VIP experiences, a Crush Club membership includes regular wine shipments, 15% off all purchases, early access to new releases, and admission to the Wine Club Lounge. Plus, Miradora Restaurant is open daily for indoor and outdoor dining. For details and reservations, visit tinhorn.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome back to our province-wide summer road trip. Uh, we're in Oliver this week, and actually we are uh, situated in the center of uh, District Wine Village, which is just an amazing uh, new development in the South Okanagan. Uh, all kinds of small artisanal wineries, uh, brewery, distillery, everything you could imagine here, including a fantastic uh, central area where you can hang out, listen to music, and uh, uh, someday I hear we'll be able to watch a concert here too, Casey. Yes, well, I can't uh, wait for that. Yeah. Joining us now is, uh, is someone who actually has a small winery here. It's a proprietor, Bill Louie, who we've known for many years from One Faith Vineyards. He's here with Corliss Robb, the tasting room manager. Welcome to the show, both of you. Great to have you. Thank you. Nice to be here. Bill, you're going public, kind of, sort of. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm (laughs) very excited. Yeah. um, A lot of people ask me, I never heard about One Faith Vineyard. Mm -hmm. That's because I never had a tasting room. All my wine was so Small specialty uh, yeah. wine store by uh, you, uh, hand by hand, hand bottle, by hand, bottle. deliver deliver the the wine. You yeah, know, you know. But uh, someone who did hear about you was uh, Jancis Robinson, who is a master of wine, and she has called One Faith a cult wine. That's very impressive. I was very fortunate that I attended a a master of wine um, convention. Yeah, I you know I. I asked her, can I present the wine to you? And she said, okay, you know. Yeah. She said, no problem. So I sent her my wine, and and she gave me a, a, a good score. Yep. Uh, I remember it's in a 20-point score, is 16.5. Yeah, and, excellent. Uh, and actually, it's the comment that she had that yeah. gave me that I was so happy, you mm. know. It's, it's, it's 
the exact word is it's easy to see that this is a code one of BC. That's the exact word that she gave me on her on her website. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So one faith and wine comes from uh, the uh, Black Sage Bench, or the the base of it's from the Black Sage Bench. But you've come down here to Oliver. What, what will you do here? Uh, how, how will you? You're, you're going to present a number of your wines here now. Maybe people don't even know that you're making several different labels now as you grow. Uh, but they'll be available. Maybe, Corliss, you could tell us about the, what's going to happen in the tasting room here at One Faith. Yeah, so um, we're open for tastings. Yeah. Uh, our tasting fees are $10 with a large portion going to breast cancer. Mm. Um, and um, for $10, that gives you what we call a flight of four. Uh, so we start with a Sauvignon Blanc, and then we have a, a white blend called Blanc, which is yeah. Semillon Sauvignon. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then a rosé, and then an, uh, our final one is Certitude, um, which is a red blend yeah. Bordeaux style. What is Certitude, Bill? Like, uh, how how does it differ from One Faith? Um, one Faith is our Grand Vine. Yeah. It's which is the best of our winery. Yeah. Certitude is actually the second tiers wine of our of our winery. So the Certitude is more easy to drink because it has let, less time in barrels. Right. And a Grand is like yeah. 19, 22 month, you know, yeah. in barrels. And probably so should be aged five <laughs> to seven years or yeah, 10 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, Certitude, you can open it, maybe decant for an hour, half an hour. It's as easy drinking. Mm. Well, I I don't know if you're going to be working behind the bar here uh, once in a while, but if you are, what would you tell people about One Faith? What's your vision and why? How's your journey been? Um, uh, I think, you know, it's been 10 years already. Um, uh, Faith and courage is, that's what you need in the one one business. Because, because, uh, you know, you have to see the mind, you have to really work on farming and after farming is winemaking winemaking is packaging and then and then you can't sell the wine until it's like two years later exactly. so it's a, it's a it's a long process so you need a lot of faith and courage in this business i guess <laughs> and <laughs> what was it name. that made you choose district wine village well um i see myself a very small player in the market and um, although I have my own vineyard you know but I've uh, I think it's important that I join this uh, village so that uh, we can promote BC wine all together yes you know it's difficult to produce a small wine you cannot uh, promote by themselves yeah. efficiently yeah I mean joining the village is this is what I see is the is the most uh, advantage mm-hmm. you know having my winery in, in, uh, in and it's a pretty nice little production yeah. facility that they gave you. Right? Yes, it's almost yes. the right size for you. Yes, I have been doing um, uh, a custom crush yeah. for the last 10 years yeah. uh, with, uh, with um, a few winery. Yeah. You know, they did a very good job helping me. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I, have, um, I always have a wine consultant oversee all the production. Mm-hmm. Now they can actually... Have you a know, place to have the place to do everything themselves. You know? Yes, I mean, and so bottle it there too. That's yes, going to be nice. Yes. What is your biggest challenge at District Wine Village? So far, uh, too many visitors. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> too many interruptions. 
you know, uh, the name of the game is to have a, uh, a very good uh, hostess in the front of the door so, so that you can direct people. Uh, if, we are, if our table are full, you can go to the next winery and, mm-hmm. and come back in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. this is the name of the game, you know, in, in the winery, in, in the district one uh, village yeah. you know, for, for us, you know. Yeah. A good hostess. And we have a beautiful patio. You can sit down, you know, uh, do your tasting in the pa- a patio or have a glass of water and wait for the next mm-hmm. table open, you know, for, for tasting. Well, I think your life will change a bit because I know that your wines are mostly in high-end restaurants and then in, a, in, in elite sort of uh, wine shops uh, uh, other than buying direct. But now this, this contact with consumers will really change the game for you. I think it's... Uh, You'd be surprised. We sold a couple cases. We sold three, four cases of the most expensive. Yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, you know, Carlos, Carlos did it. You know, she, was, she told me. I, you said, wow, uh, well, I better take a day off now. <laughs> 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 Pretty nice. You chose one, Faith. You chose to make uh, this, this uh, Grand Van, which is, uh, you know, I, I would say modeled after a great Bordeaux wine. Were yes. you a lover? Were you a lover of Bordeaux wines, and that was like, why did you choose that? Maybe not Burgundy or whatever. I guess uh, I always have been a, a Bordeaux lover. You mm-hmm. know, I I do a lot of. I go to Bordeaux. I've been to Bordeaux about five times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just fell in love with the wine. You know, they they are they do have a history. Yeah, a, a long, long history. You know, yeah. if you drink your the uh, the uh, Chateau, uh, Chateau Lafitte, you know, with and see the the uh, hundred years old cellar. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is, you know, very, very. Well, you've made it to ten years. That's a really key uh, achievement in winemaking. I think that's you know that's kind of the hump. Like I think you're going to stick around now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said I was never leaving, but that's right. And yeah. but is Corliss going to stick around? It sounds like that's a pretty uh, important s- position uh, for you. I'm, s- I'm, I'm certainly hoping she can. You know, I think she has the passion of serving. Yes, she, she has passion for 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 my uh, our our blend. Yes. Uh, well. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we've been tasting uh, One Faith wines. We had the Reserve Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, I did. I was tasting the, the uh, One Faith Blanc, the One Faith Sauvignon Blanc, the One Faith Rosé, and the Certitude. And uh, when we go away in two minutes, I'm going to taste some One Faith, Casey. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'll join you. Bill, thanks for joining us today. It's and, a pleasure. And it's a pleasure. I, I wish you all the luck. Uh, I think you finally have a platform that, that uh, yes. your wines deserve. I'm very yeah. exciting. I'm I'm hoping to see many friends coming over, you know, taste yeah. online. And I'm sure you've got lots. Thanks yes. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we've been speaking uh, with Bill Faith uh, about uh, One Faith Vineyards. Sorry, Bill Louie. I'm calling you Bill Faith now. <laughs> uh, about One Faith Vineyards and his move down here to District Village, which is really a sensational spot. Uh, we'll take a quick break, uh, but we uh, there's plenty more to come on the show. We're going to talk to the uh, people responsible for this property next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The Maipo Valley is a one-of-a-kind spot for Cabernet Sauvignon. Since 1850, Carmen, the first Chilean winery, has been recognized by the most prestigious publications for their innovative capacity to produce wines 
with identity, while at the same time remaining open to reinvention. For Carmen, it's not enough to be first. It's about being better than yesterday. Carmen, the first Chilean winery, reinventing itself since 1850. Find out more at Carmen.com. Whether it's in the tasting room or outside on the spacious rooftop patio with a gorgeous view of Okanagan Lake, the Therapy Vineyard tasting experience is one of a kind. The tasting room is open daily, reservations required for groups of six or more. Need a little long-distance therapy? Sign up for their fully customizable wine club with 15% off therapy wine, 20% off select rates at the inn, discounted shipping, and more. Sign up today at therapyvineyards.com. Overlooking a beautiful 12-acre vineyard in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, the Unsworth Restaurant welcomes you to get away from it all. Enjoy a delectable menu and award-winning wines. In our dining room or outdoor patio, Unsworth Restaurant, vineyard dining where casual meets elegant. You can find Unsworth wines across BC. Look for us at your local liquor store. Visit unsworthvineyards.com. Casual, modern dining. Exceptional Okanagan flavor. Introducing the most anticipated new eatery in the valley. 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyus. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to create an unforgettable dining experience for you. Utilizing fresh local ingredients. 15 Park Bistro's lakeside patio with its unmatched views of Lake Osuyus is now open. Indoor dining available as well. For reservations and more, including full takeout menu options, visit 15parkbistro.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, we're having a lot of fun here today at District Wine Village uh, as it begins to fill up with a lot of people looking to taste wine. A lot of people learning, trying, or figuring out how to make wine and sell it to you as well. I think it's, there's an exciting sort of energy here. The two people really responsible for it are Mike Daly. He's uh, Operations Director of District Wine Village, and Matt Kenyon, a local here who had built the place. Uh, he's the GM of Grey Pack Construction. Uh, it's really amazing what's happened in such a short period of time. You, uh, I really want to congratulate you on the, on the, the ambience here. First of all, it's very uh, quiet and uh, calming. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of feminine. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's peaceful, very peaceful. <laughs> yeah, and, and being located as we are close to the highway, it's amazing that you don't even know that. You, you, like I said, the backdrop of McIntyre Bluff and Saddleback Mountain, and yet we're just right off the highway. You, when you're coming uh, from the north or the south, is an official mm-hmm. turnoff on the highway. Um, coming from the north, just past Gallagher Lake. And, yeah. and, and, and <coughs> as you're leaving Oliver, it's uh, on your right-hand side, about five minutes out of Oliver. And uh, actually a lovely parking lot, and then a great piece of art to greet people that are coming uh, through the door that I guess has just gone up recently out in front, uh, which looks fantastic. This was by Clint, Clint George. Clint, Clint George, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he made, we commissioned Clint to, to put the art together, and it's an, a native dancer, traditional dancer. It's about nine feet tall. Yeah. And uh, it represents a whole lot of different things. There's 
seven feathers on the spear that represent each band in the area and uh, yeah it's it's fascinating so you're not going away you, you have a 99 year lease on the property so that, that sort of sets you free to now what what these people that are getting wineries let's talk about say old beef so there's a guy that was in the similcamine and he's decided to come here uh obviously to have exposure and to have a storefront to to meet yeah. people is that part of what you thought this place would be about absolutely and he'll he'll be making wine here as well it just provides him an, uh, an opportunity being in cost and uh just the traffic flow to his location this just provided yeah. an opportunity to, to to reach out to more consumers and uh, so he'll be making wine here this fall and everybody must produce uh, something in their premises right A- to absolutely be these are not, these are not just storefronts these are pr- production-based facilities so we can walk consumers back in, and they can see the barrel rooms, and talk about what their what their what their program is, and how they're managing their their cooperage, and and the tanks. There's shared pressing equipment that runs between the wineries. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is, these are fully production-based wineries. Even uh, I noticed there's a cool hookup in the back, so when the bottling truck comes by, they can just hook right up to the back of the winery. Like you've thought of yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a plug-and-play environment where. Um, Nowadays, it just doesn't make sense for small artisan producers to have their own bottling lines. So um, there's a number of uh, mobile lines in the valley now. And so these uh, trucks can come in and basically hook up to the tanks right located right behind the building. Mm. And they can, uh, uh, in a, in, with a premium way, because you, you don't want to be tr- transferring your wine to l- locations that are further away. Uh, they can plug in right at the back of winery and, and, and fill their wine. It goes right back mm. into their cellars. Very efficient. Yeah. And uh, how many wineries are here? Yeah, so the first phase that we're, we're sitting in right now is 16 buildings, of which uh, 13 are dedicated to wineries. We have a, a, a restaurant building, we've got our brewery, and we'll be building a, a distillery starting on the 1st of September, so it'll be ready for next mm. year. And some of the names, Casey Winemakers Cut is uh, yes. going to be here. Uh interesting guy who is just located over on the golden mile bench but w- almost without a winery i see his wine in restaurants but so this is a great place for him one faith vineyard vintners cove uh somebody started a winery called nice correct yes after the yeah. after the rock on the side of the hill part, here part of my retirement package uh and, and you that. just couldn't <laughs> let it go could you like no. you just had to you have to have your own winery yeah. like it's like yeah it's it, you know, when you're building this, and you, you, you can see the light. opportunity. You right? get excited about it. Yeah. And yeah. nice is spelled G-N-E-I-S-S. Yeah, yeah. like the rock. Uh, yeah. Joyride, Wapiti. Uh, we mentioned O Vivra, Valley Commons, Silhouette. So you got a lot of people coming in. And then now you got something going with the with the college, or you're planning something with them. Yeah, we have a letter of understanding with Okanagan College. They're uh, looking at uh, taking on one of our buildings in, in Phase 2, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, they're going to use it for a continued education program for their Penticton campus. So yeah. we're very excited about it. Uh, that's, this is probably the first time we've announced that uh, officially. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're working with them. It's not a done deal yet, but it looks like uh, we're continuing right. it. We're striving it the right so direction on that. Yeah. And, and there's vineyard here, too, so people can check that out. How much land is yeah, – well, why a, are there vines here? What's that all about? Yeah, 11-acre parcel. Just We just wanted to create more, more so a, a grape backdrop, and it, it provides some grapes for, for one of the wineries. But we, plant, we planted uh, Cabernet Franc down on the lower section and uh, – and uh, Tempranillo, Tempranillo up top. Mm. So, 
Tell us about this central circular structure because it's going to be an entertainment area, is that right? Or how will it work or how does it combine in with all the, all the other buildings here? So it's a common plaza for everybody to use. Um, shade structure, misting system, a cool place, a calming place to be, you know, so yeah. you, can, you can come up on the winery and have a, a different experience or you can be down in the plaza that's the liquor primary area, so you can literally walk around in there with a beer, or a glass of wine, or distilled product. Is in Canada and, great, eh? And bring food <laughs> and bring, yeah, yeah. I like that. And what about entertainment? Then do you have plans for that, or how will that work? Uh, absolutely. Yep. Uh, during the summer months, this this summer starting out, this is our first summer. We've got entertainment every weekend, where whether it's small. We're, we're, what we really want to be is the wineries are all about small artisan producers and we're trying to we want to make sure we're, we're promoting those artists and performers as well mm-hmm. in the region so we're, we're pulling from uh through the throughout the okanagan to to promote to promote in that way and then we'll gear up for, we've got some larger events booked um by the time this airs uh we'll be announcing 5440 i, I just announced i guess let's <laughs> let's pull back on that we like uh, 5440 is is uh, it's likely just, to appear here yeah we just signed a <laughs> contract uh, in the last two days for 5440 so that'll be we'll have some larger events uh, along yeah. the way but 5440 is now scheduled for september 18th at yeah. the wine village so and i have a question for matt kenyon and you're the gm of grayback construction i want you to build me a condo here yeah. <laughs> yes, I think that should be the next phase, condos. We're still, uh, the second phase is still a bit of a blank canvas. I mean, the original concept was incubator style, so 2,000 case wineries, and we thought the outer ring, we could kind of bump up to up some 3 and 4,000 cases and maybe have four or five of them. Yeah, but, uh, good idea. We're definitely looking at blending in some VRBO style sort of condo units, you know, on a weekly rental or three-day three, three day rental. Um, that's one one thing we're seriously considering yeah and have renderings now completed yeah. with our architects so yeah. yeah and uh do people need reservations here like everywhere we're going you have reservations at wineries so how, how is that going to work or what how will it set up for we're, visiting we're really trying to keep this place open and relaxed and accessible mm-hmm. uh you know we are 11 acre site and the huge plaza i mean it's 610 capacity so you, you sort of hang out so and then go to a winery that where yeah. maybe where there's no, yeah. no wine yeah. and so then there's places to hang out here and enjoy if you are waiting for a tasting yeah. um so you're totally welcome to show up uh, yeah. some of the wineries may do some appointments yeah. but yeah. yeah but they're all doing their own thing but right they're sort yeah. of so able to do their own thing yeah we're yeah and I could speak to it. You know, we have, we we're now taking reservations at Nice Wines, and uh, I know the other wineries are doing that as well. But it doesn't preclude people from just arriving at the village and uh, coming in and, and trying the wines. We don't you don't have to have a booking in advance to come into the wine village by any stretch of the imagination. And that's what we wanted to do: is make it really accessible for people. So mm. it's a very impressive project. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's really uh, it's really something. And I well, people should come down and visit. And of course, it's easy to get to if you're set up in Oliver or Soyuz. It's moments away. Yeah. It's a lovely drive along uh, the backside to, from Penticton. Uh, also, yeah. so easy to get to. And and what you're ten minutes, twenty minutes from the airport. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. So you know, we're setting up with tour companies. We're set up to accept shuttle buses and yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, people can book out of Kelowna or Penticton or Soyuz. Um, on through the we've we, we've partnered up with a number of uh, shuttle services, so um, you can mm. uh, always if you don't want to be driving up here, you can always jump on one of the nice shuttles that they have throughout yeah. the valley now. 
Well, guys, thanks for joining us. I mean, we, we've been in thousands of wineries. I've been all around the world. I have never been in a place like this. I can tell you from the first second looking at it, it's just so elegant and so it's so calm. And it's a place you want to hang out in. And people will be fighting to get into uh, some of these beautiful uh, lounge chairs out in the middle here, I, I bet, uh, as soon as possible. So thanks so much for hosting us today, too. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot. Uh, that was Mike Daly. He's Operations uh, Director for District Wine Village. And Matt Kenyon's the GM for Greyback Construction, who has built the place. That's it for our show today from District Village and Oliver. For more information, though, you can go to districtwinevillage.com. Coming up next on our summer road trip, we continue as we head north to Summerland for a stop at Okanagan Crush Pad. Now, that's it for today on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Thanks for joining us, and have a safe weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.